0: Welcome to the Indie Music Room, a conversation with independent artists about writing, recording, performing, and promoting their original music. And now here's your host, Heather Kelly. Hey
1: everybody, you're listening to Heather Kelly with the Indie Music Room, and I'm excited to introduce our next guest for the month of July. His name is Neil Anders. Hi Neil, how are you doing today?
2: Hi, how's it going Heather?
1: Fantastic, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to get to know you. I've heard your name a lot around... Um, the past couple of years, you've been playing a lot, and I just was excited to get to know you and and yeah. uh, let the people know who you are and what you're all about. So let's give him an introduction. Tell tell us who you are, Neil. Uh,
2: yeah, well, thank you. Uh, like you said, I, uh, I I grew up in Lake City, and I've I've been teaching in Oldabolt uh, for the past better part of a decade. The, you know. And uh, just in the last few years, I've been playing a lot in uh, Fort Dodge, so it's it's just been a, a great experience to get to know all the musicians and and the business owners and just you know all the venues that 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 are in uh, Fort Dodge. You know, right. so it's been fun.
1: Sounds like you do uh, get quite a draw at Shiny Top.
2: Yeah, no, it's like. Uh, I've had great experiences with it pretty much everywhere I've played there. So yeah. Like, River
1: I, hops yeah, everywhere. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I can't thank, you know, just everyone enough for coming out and supporting live music. You know, it's just Fort Dodge. They just have it, you know, some towns have that and some towns don't. And it's right pretty obvious Fort Dodge has a a great music scene, not only with, you know, a plethora of artists, but you know, fans that come watch too. Very supportive is, community. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah.
1: So tell me a little bit, uh, when did you get into music? When did you start playing? I mean, I know that you kind of debuted your first album in 2018, but tell me your experience.
2: Well, yeah, I I suppose that's probably around the time that I got, you know, somewhat serious about it. But, you know, music's always been a huge part of my life. Growing up, my parents, you know, they had a record player. I remember my favorite record was... uh, uh, Doc Watson, the okay. essential Doc Watson, and so I kind of grew up on that flat picking style and uh, grew to really love the acoustic guitar, which was kind of my first, you know, foray into, into pop music, but, you know, I played, we had a great uh, music program in Lake City, so I grew up playing trumpet, and, you know, I just, I had music, I was surrounded by it, and I loved it, so, great. Um, and then later on, you know, I played in cover bands, and, you know, just the type of stuff that a 19, 20 year old would like to do, you know, playing bars and cover bands and stuff like that and just having a a good time. But like I said, it wasn't until around 2016 um, where I started actually being serious about, you know, recording my own music and stuff. And I, uh, one of my majors in college was studio production and technology. So I had been kind of cutting my teeth a little bit, you know, through, through my college years, like just kind of getting a good foundation under my feet of, how to record and how to make it sound decent and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah.
1: Well, with that said, do you, when you do record tracks, do you basically record yourself or do you go to studios or how do you, how do you go about recording your tracks?
2: Um, so the first album um, I did all myself just here at, uh, at my house here in Oldabolt. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I kind of had a, a pretty good foundation from college to kind of purchase the, you know, the components and the equipment I needed to, Um, you know, uh, produce my own music and stuff like that. So the first album I did all the parts myself. So it's basically just me (laughs) sitting alone in a room playing, you know, pressing record, just playing one instrument at a time. And, uh, and then just putting it all together and mixing it. That's
1: that's pretty incredible that you can play multi-instruments and and create that sound yourself.
2: Yeah. Well, (laughs) You know, I studied at BV at University University, and one of the classes that we had to take was, uh, you know, woodwinds and uh, brass and like. So you'll see, you'll hear some horns on my tunes, and that's kind of where I get that a little bit is just being able to, <laughs> to play some of those, uh, all the instruments. But um, yeah, no, I've like I said, I've just always grown up around music. So I kind of, if you play guitar, you kind of have an idea about bass and. I'm no drummer by any means, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I did my best on the first record. But, you know, segue into the new album. It's been uh, I'm so fortunate to have the Merritt Brothers and those guys help me uh, record this new album. So, you know, you're going to hear an actual drummer <laughs> instead of a guy faking drums, you know, on the on the new album. So
1: speaking of the Merritt Brothers, I, I know um, the name Jake Merritt and what's his brother's name?
2: Uh, Greg Merritt. Yep.
1: Right. Okay, Jake and Greg. And you. When did you start uh, bringing them in on your, your tracks?
2: Well, you know, our history goes back. Oh, That's all right. the call here. Uh, our history goes back quite a ways because you know we played in the Jay Clyde band together, and actually, even before that, uh, Jake went to school at BV, and so like mm-hmm. I think it was he's like a year, maybe two years younger than me. And uh, so, like my last uh, year there, Jake was was there. So I kind of knew him from that. And then Jake was kind of my, you know, we played in the BVU bands together. And then he was kind of my uh, bridge, sort of into, uh, you know, the Manson group, which was like Jay Clyde, you know, Corey Waller, uh, Greg Merritt, uh, Ronley King, all those guys. So oh, yeah. that's kind of how I got hooked up with uh, the Jay Clyde band. So. You know and then of course the Jay clyde band you know has been active for you know we were you know of course we were, we're not playing anymore but you know we played for a good five six years right uh, i took like a year or two hiatus in there but um yeah a lot of years playing with those guys so it just it just worked well after the Jay clyde band kind of uh went separate ways um they came with me and like to help help me with this new album and we're actually playing shows together now so that's great tell me about
1: some of your shows uh past shows fun any funny stories or what's your best show you can remember
2: i was just telling the story i don't know if it's like appropriate but anything's
1: fine you're good
2: but uh I think we were like uh it was just this past i played a show with brad morgan and and jefferson just friday and for the bell tower days and like <laughs> it was like end end of the night you're kind of rolling up cables and stuff and like usually that's when fights break out you know so i got reminded of that and i was like the the funniest fight i ever witnessed was we were playing in uh moville and this was with like a 100 proof band i don't know if you ever heard of them but uh, this was years ago <laughs> And a guy got tipped over in a porta potty. Oh God! I, yeah, this guy <laughs> went in. This, like, girl and another guy like pushed this porta potty over, and boy, like he uh, he came out swinging. And you know, I was just sitting. You know, I was just like, you know, rapping up, your like, cords, like just like wha- you know watching all this go down. So um, that was a pretty fun, uh, <laughs> a fun. That a, is funny story. Anyway, you know. Yeah, exactly.
1: Tell me about uh, your writing process a little bit. I mean, I know you're starting to really hone in on your writing skills. What is your process when you write? Do you write um, on instruments first or do you write lyrics first? What, how do you come up about with your songs?
2: Um, you know, I, <clears throat> a lot of times, every once in a while I'll have, uh, have a lyric idea, mm-hmm. um, but usually how songs come to me is man, just through hard work, because like, a lot of times what happens is I'll, I, I can write music easier than I can lyrics, which mm-hmm. is probably the case for most, for most people. So the music part comes pretty early, uh, pretty quickly to me. Like I'll be, um, you know, I can usually come up with something that piques my interest and then I can work with it and hone it down into something that uh, I think is presentable. Right. But, um <clears throat> then lyrics come a little bit later. And the other thing is like, I like to have the music somewhat set because I, I want to hear a meter. I want to hear some sort of a melody. I want to hear, you know, I want to hear all those things before. Right. Cause I, I think they really do help some of the lyrics. And then even when I'm coming up with, you know, I'll maybe record the, the chord progression and stuff like that. And then I'll go in with my voice and I'll just sing like gibberish, you know, uh-huh. like, You know what this syllable like sounds good here uh that syllable sounds good there very rarely will i have like the lyrics completely set and then you know i i feel like it's kind of boring sometimes if i know exactly what the song's about before i even start writing it
1: okay you just kind of let it flow as it comes right
2: (laughs) yeah 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 Uh, i i just i feel like if you know exactly what the song is um that kind of like (laughs) defeats some of the purpose of like making the art, you know what I mean? Uh Like you've just got the end goal in mind. So for me, it's, it's a little more uh, what's this song about. And then like, you know, I just kind of keep working at it, keep working at it. And then eventually I'm like, Oh, it's about, uh, you know, uh, me going to play gigs and like not being home with my family or something. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) You know, uh, myself
1: being a musician, I've, I've even, I've written songs and then even got to the point where I was rewriting lyrics as we were getting ready to cut vocals. So the last minute, you know,
0: you
2: make
1: changes until, until it's set in in stone.
2: Yeah, no. And I've definitely heard stories where, you know, songs just kind of pour out of people. And I've definitely had that like maybe, maybe once or twice, but honestly all the songs that I've written are, uh, it just, it takes me a lot of work to, to figure out, number one, what I'm trying to say and then write it to be heard, how I want it to be heard. You know, it's, it's like a puzzle that I'm putting together. So.
1: You mentioned your family. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your family?
2: Yeah. So, um, uh, Alec and I have a two year old daughter. Well, she'll be two in August. Mm -hmm. And I, I've been, it's like been the greatest thing. Like, honestly, like, uh, I love being a dad and, um, it's it's already going like scare, like it's scary how fast it's going you know like already Uh like how fast they grow up and stuff um but i love it and obviously like if you go out and you play shows like any other musician it's like a lot of nights it's a lot of weekends um even when i'm home it's like like babe i gotta go into the studio and it you know i can be in there for like hours at a time and like yeah. not really know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, I love being home. I love being with my family and like, it's been, it's been like an interesting, like dynamic to try to balance those, you know what I mean? To sure. balance those twos, so. well, you
1: must have a great support from your wife. You know, that if, if, when you are home, you're tucked away in your studio, she must support. What
2: yeah. You, oh no. Sister. She's like, uh, she's the best. She's, she's a huge uh, music lover. And uh, I think what I love about her most is like, she'll tell me if something sucks, you know, she'll be like,
1: That's oh. somebody who has your back. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love you, but that sucks. Yeah.
2: Like, she'll like, we'll listen to it, like, be like, Hey, what do you think of this? And she'd be like, eh, Your voice sounds like shit, you know.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. Like, Try it again. Do it again. Right. <laughs> hey, you know, while we're talking here, I just want to mention the first song we're going to uh, drop in here in our, in our podcast today. Tell me a little bit about Fruit Drop and what that song entails, how, you know, what inspired you to write it and what the process was.
2: Um, So that's actually a good segue into what we were just talking about, because, you know, like I said, it's kind of an interesting, uh, I think every musician has, it's like in nature kind of a selfish business, you know, being a musician and just all the time that you have to take, writing producing and being on the road playing shows nights and weekends away um so i i guess this was my song to just realize you know to to realize the people that i had in my life that were making it possible for me Mm -hmm. to do that you know so and um you know the chorus is like will you wait for me and tell me what you see because you know i'm kind of chasing this dream or whatever and and so uh you know, that's that's sort of what the song's about a little bit loosely. You know, I kind of like to to think people can think of whatever they'd like, you know, about the lyrics. But, um, you know, try not to say too much of what it means uh, for me. But yeah.
1: well, then they can come to their own conclusion, what it means to them,
2: too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: And this one, did you come up with the, again, the music parts first before lyrics? Is that how it went?
2: Um, trying to think yeah yeah I think the music came first and actually this this is one of the songs that um, when I first restarted recording it I, I did um, I did the drums and I was kind of doing like more of a real poppy snare with like I was using brushes but I was using a poppy snare and just kind of some cymbal work and uh, Jake Merritt when he came over to drum it he he kind of started doing that and then it kind of morphed into this thing where he was he kind of did some like uh, uh, like a more intimate like brush sound, which I was like oh my god like I loved that and so um, the song kind of took on like maybe a, a slightly different feel than when it started and like you know that's if if you make music and songs kind of morph into different things that's like the yeah. fun part you, know, you know so. Um, yeah. So when you're listening to the recording, you'll hear brushes and um, Greg Merritt played bass on this and he did a he did an awesome job. He did this like uh, harmonic thing mm, nice that just added, you know, but uh, speaking of that, you know, the Merritt brothers and I also had a uh, Jay Schneider out of Des Moines play uh, play on this. He played uh, his Rhodes on this. Right. And it's it just it really kicked it up a notch. So I can't thank those guys enough. But yeah.
1: All right. With with that said, everybody let's listen to Fruit Drop with Neil Anders. Dropped by Neil Anders. Neil, what a great song! Uh, it's got a great vibe. I love your voice. You've got a really nice voice.
2: Well, sure. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you. yeah, it's kind of unique. I like it.
2: It's it's probably the uh, instrument that has taken me the most time to uh, reel in. You know, kind of hone and reel in. Hone your
1: craft. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's it's hard. I I'm swear.
2: by no means a like a natural at it, so uh, it's it's you know been something that's been a, a you know a.
1: Work in progress.
2: Yeah, work in progress. Thank yeah. you. That's
1: what I was. Exactly. I started in 2006 and, and I still record to this date. So it's funny when I go back and listen to those recordings from the beginning, mm-hmm. I sound so young, like so di- yep. un- inexperienced and young. And, you know, you learn so much as, as you do it. So, yeah, yeah. There's another song that we're going to talk about. And this one's called Crooked Homes. What's the story with that one?
2: So, um Cricket Homes was just kind of uh it was it's kind of the the fun song off the record, you know, just something that's kind of loose and uh hopefully I, I kind of saw as like some sort of a summer song or something people could just play and you know, just have a drink and chill too. But uh I did horns on that and uh <laughs> I think Greg and Jake came over and they did uh they did uh just like an array of auxiliary percussion. We just had such a fun time, like making that song. And uh, I remember Jake came over too and drummed on it. That was one of the songs that we actually used the, the drum room in my basement on. And uh, he just, he just nailed the drum part. So it's kind of, kind of got like a, you know, Latin uh, jazz type feel but it's also like some surfer vibe you know surfer guitars and different things like that so uh, like it kind of
1: it's eclectic i like it
2: yeah exactly exactly and like i i wouldn't necessarily say it's a uh an accurate representation of like the rest of the album but it's just kind of one of those uh you know it's song. like an
1: added bonus track something yeah, totally yeah. different and fun yeah
2: yep 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 so just kind of not necessarily corny. I'm not sure what the word I'm looking for is, but, um, yeah, but as far as the words, um, the words are just kind of like, you know, meeting someone new and, uh, not sure if it's going to go anywhere, but you still can't help, but like be excited about it and and whatnot. So that's
1: That's what we all strive to feel is that that new excitement. So with that said, you sure. know, let's go ahead and listen to Crooked Homes. Sure. All right, here we go. by Neil Anders. Neil, I think you nailed your description of that song perfectly. It is a fun song, you know, especially being 100 degrees today. It feels like that summer vibe song you want to listen to.
2: Yeah, yeah. Some of the, the surfer guitars and different things like that. Yep, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So tell me a little bit about, um, we, we've got another song we're going to share with everyone today, but let's, before we get to that, why don't we talk about your upcoming schedules? What do you have on the on the calendar?
2: well i'm not sure when this is going to come out um this is you know kind of mid-june so next week we've got a few shows with uh with my band um uh (laughs) so by the time this comes out maybe you were there with us in that case awesome but yeah uh we we play rockwell city for their square uh i think we play in the gazebo uh it's like their little concert series that they're doing you know they yeah
1: i've been to some this. of those that's that's a great venue
2: yeah they're getting some like really cool people there so um i hope people pay attention to that and you know if they didn't catch us definitely go out and see uh some of the other awesome bands that are playing there and then um saturday uh would that be the 20th is saturday yeah uh, we were playing at river hops
1: Okay, another great venue in Fort Dodge.
2: Yeah, that will be a super fun show. Uh, always a good time to play at Ron's place. Uh, love Ron. Um, but um, And then after that, you know, it's just, I, I, I play in Central Iowa a few times uh, solo. Um, I, I think I'm, I'm planning an Eastern Iowa tour, uh, just, you know, like a little weekend tour, hopefully at like the first weekend in August. Mm-hmm. And then uh, apart from that, you know, it's, i I play a lot with Brad Morgan. Okay. So yeah, he grew up, he grew up in Manning, but he's been in Nashville for, uh, I think the better part of a decade now, like oh, maybe wow. six. Years. Yeah. And so he, he comes up in the summers and kind of tours around Iowa mm-hmm. and it's been, you know, he plays a, a ton of great shows. He's got a phenomenal voice and uh, you know, a lot of the the venues that we get to play with him are just awesome. So um I have a great time playing with him. Great. And so that's ton of shows with him and then you know some solo shows peppered in and then um uh, you know the the full band shows with yeah. me. Yep. I yeah.
1: like the fact that you've really diversified who you've played with because that only expands your, you know, experience and your knowledge of different types of music. So that's really cool.
2: Yeah. So like just last week I was talking with uh Steve Shetler at KB, KBOE, I, th- I believe is the, the lettering there, but uh, down in Oskaloosa and he's, he's, he's got like a country station and it's just kind of, you know, kind of uh, really threw me a loop that like, okay, so I did a country radio station last week and then now I'm talking to like an indie podcast, yeah. you know? So it's like, um, <clears throat> you know, growing up I I played a lot with like Brad Morgan or uh Brad Addison, big daddy, Brad Addison. If if you know him, you know. I do know uh,
1: Brad. (laughs) Very well.
2: (laughs) So I cut my teeth with Brad and Brad showed me a lot of licks when I first got going. And of course, Brad played country with his dad. You know, he played a lot of like Western country music, but then he grew up in the eighties. So he played like eighties rock. And so um, I learned a lot of country licks from Brad and then like, um, you know, just through the years I played with Jay Clyde and opposite Ron Lee King, who is, who is the, you know, he is the, the master, probably like the best country uh, guitarist I would wager in, in all of Iowa. Yeah. And so like, you know, like the country vibe has just kind of creeped into my music a little bit. So, and I've always been a huge fan of, you know, the old country guys like oh John Prine and people like that, you know, like John Prine is a hero of mine. So um, to be able to play some some folkier type songs on my record, but then at the same time turn around and play like kind of a an indie rock or tune, you know, like that's yeah. that's definitely who I am and kind of a vibe I like to to put out there. So, hey. What was the question? Well, you know, well, I went out on, on tangent there. You know what?
1: It was all good info. So, so it <laughs> doesn't even matter what it was. It, it was good info. Sure. Uh, With that said, I do want to talk real quickly about the last song called I Know. Yes. Tell me about that one.
2: Well, you know, I Know was just kind of a fun song. I've been wanting to make kind of just like a, you know, a hard hitting uh, poppy type tune that was just like fun to listen to. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
2: So that's kind of how the music got started. And then, you know, as the the music progressed, like I said, just like how my process works, um I kind of then went into you know what's the song about and I was coming up with lyrics and it just kind of gave me a, a vibe of of you know having playing in a band and um you know like with the second verse is like nine to one then the loading out and change and oh yeah just being young and uh you know we used to have fires out at our at our acreage, um, growing up like where my parents, you know, where I grew up in Lake City, and sure. one of the lines kind of like goes to that, and I think it's just about the past and how, like, you know, growing up, you you kind of have to let go of some things, but um, it's still there with you in, uh-huh. in in a sense, you know what I mean. So <clears throat> the first the first um, lyric of the song is our yesterdays have never found us far from home.
1: Oh, that's a beautiful line.
2: And I think that's like that's probably the song in a nutshell is yeah. I'm I'm just I'm you know it's a little homage to all the people and places that you've people you've met, places that you've been, and uh, how they've had a, a big impact on you. And then the chorus is kind of like, you know, I know it's gone, but yeah. but I still feel it there. So oh, cool. that's that's I know.
1: Very cool. Let's go ahead and take a listen to I Know again by Neil Anders. Here we go. There's a third great song choice for, for this podcast today. Wonderfully done. Good job. Well, thank you. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, we're going to wrap up the show here in a few minutes, but why don't you tell everybody how they can find you on the internet and, and your music and how to follow your, your music schedule and, and all that.
2: Sure. Um, well right now I, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty set with, um, with Facebook. Um, I know that, uh, you know, I should probably get a website going here too. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but usually, you know, I post all the places that I'm gonna be playing uh, on Facebook. Um, I'll usually post a, you know, month by month uh, little schedule there, but I also make events too and stuff like that. So you can definitely check that out. Okay. Um, Neil Anders Music on Instagram and, and, and YouTube. All the all the videos that I come out with, I like to get on YouTube as well. So, um, if you're a YouTube person, you could definitely check them out there.
1: Yeah, there's but, a couple that you sent me that I am going to include on, um, you know, on the podcast. The links on that because those are great videos. I think people should see them. They'll they'll fall in love with you because you are very entertaining.
2: Oh yeah, we we had a ton of fun uh, making those videos. So the night before, we played uh, the King Theater, and then. The next day, we did uh, we did those those videos, and I can't thank Ryan Nor enough because he's the, the video videographer that put those together, and he did like a fantastic job. And yeah. I mixed the audio, and they, they just turned out great. So yeah, if you haven't seen the videos yet, you should definitely um, one of them's one of the songs we do is off the old album, and one of them's off the the new upcoming album.
1: So. Well, speaking of that, we never mentioned the name of the new upcoming album, and that is called Miles From Nowhere. So are people going to be able to uh, download this? Do you have physical copies eventually? Are you doing the, uh, or the uh, Spotify, I mean, DistroKid, or what is your platform?
2: Yeah, so I'll, I'll probably publish it through CD Baby, and they, they do a pretty good job of pushing it to a lot of different places. So, right. uh, of course, I'll be on, you know... Apple music and Spotify and like all all the usual spots. And I think they do push it to a lot of other places. If, you know, if you're one of those people that likes to, you know, stay off the, <laughs> the beaten the path. Main
1: platforms. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's yeah. tons of platforms that CD baby um, offers as well as like DistroKid And you can, you can submit your stuff now and it's all over the internet. So exactly. They, exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we'll, uh, <clears throat> like I, I was, I was telling you before we, we started this that, um, uh, you know, it's the songs are sitting at the mastering house right now, and I'm just doing a couple uh revisions. And then we'll we should have it um here within the next few weeks, we should be able to start pushing some singles out. And then, um, hopefully by, uh, by July we'll have the whole record out. So,
1: well, this um, is working perfectly with our timing because yeah. you're going to be on the entire month of July for Artist of the Month, so we'll be pushing your new album Miles from Nowhere and um we're going to share all the links so people can find your your first uh album as well. What was the title of that album
2: 2018?
1: Uh All In. All In. Okay. So we'll be looking to, uh, you know to check that out as well. Any last words today?
2: Um you know I'm just I'm excited to get this new album out. I can't thank uh Jake Merritt and Greg Merritt and Jay Schneider cuz you know without them guys they they played some killer parts on this new record and uh, I'm just really excited to, to get it out and showcase uh, with those guys. You know, the the record is kind of eclectic, just like the music. There's a lot of topics, fatherhood, and of course, I wrote this during the time of the pandemic and sure. the riots and all that stuff. So there's some of that. You know, I don't I don't get political at all, but it's there's you definitely find some reflections of mm-hmm. some of those things going on and. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really proud about it and excited to get it out. So hopefully uh, later this summer, you guys can look forward and and uh, follow my page and stuff like that. And you can uh, stay up to date on all that stuff, so. Perfect.
1: Well, I tell you what, it's been my privilege having you on the Indie Music Room. I wanna wish everybody, all of our fans, a happy 4th of July for the month of July. And also congratulations on the new album release. I think the world is waiting to hear it.
2: Awesome. Well, I, I can't thank you enough Heather, for having me on here. It's, it's, it's been a great time talking with you and thanks for uh, getting me out and, you know.
1: Absolutely. It's, it's, my, it's my pleasure. So I do want to say um, in the future, if you uh, come up with another album in a year or two, look me up. We'll, we'll do this again and we'll share your music with everybody. Awesome. Yeah. At that point, we'll be following you because <laughs> they will, you will have a huge following. So this will be great. Neil, thank you so much. Everybody, you take care, and uh, we will talk to you next month. This is Heather Kelly signing out. Take
0: care. You've been listening to The Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly. Be sure to listen every Saturday and Sunday right here on FortDodgerAdio.com and subscribe for all our past and upcoming shows. The Indie Music Room is a production of FortDodgerAdio.com.